Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I want to welcome you here today. If this is your first time, then I am so excited to have you here. If you have been listening and you're loving this series, then please let me know. Hit the comments, DMs, and all of the reviews. Um, A podcaster loves all of the support and also just all the feedback is so, so appreciated. I really want to know what topics you're loving, what interviews you have loved, and honestly, how I can support you in any way during your faith walk and your faith journey. Or if you need prayer, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I also do a prayer every day over on Prayer Doves on Instagram. So tune in there and also at the heart of Purpose Podcast. So welcome, guys. Happy Thursday. It's another Thursday, and we are heading into the third episode of my Ignite series. I hope that you have tuned in to the past couple episodes. I hope that you are loving what you're hearing and just feeling really encouraged to take a good look at your heart, at your life, at your circumstances, and just to lean into hope and encouragement through the word and through seeking God for your identity. And also just looking at forgiveness. We looked at forgiveness last week, and now we're going to step into fear, anxiety, worry, and how those really hinder our faith and how if we have a strong faith, we can truly overcome any and all fears. So tune in as I kind of walk through some of the reasons why we need to choose faith over fear and how that can impact us for just joy in our life and how that can impact us in our relationships, in our mind, in our body, and in our spirit. So thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy. So as you guys can imagine, fear is a very, very big topic, and it's something that many of us are dealing with, especially with COVID, with the ways of the world, and the direction that it is heading. There are many scenarios in your mind that you can make up that would create fear, but how does fear first begin? I want to start with the one reason we need to choose faith over fear, and that is for our mind. We need to take care of our mind. Um, Our mind is a very powerful thing. It uh, can be manipulated. It can be deceived. But we need to keep it strong and on God so that we can overcome fear. I want to visit 2 Timothy 1.7. This is a very, very popular verse and one that I have used many, many times before because it just speaks truth into in a very simple verse. Um, it's something that I have used to overcome fear. It's something I have used to overcome worry or doubt or anxiety. It's a weapon, you know, it is a weapon that I use to overcome, but let's visit it. Second Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So right there, I just want to make it very, very, very clear. The fear that we face and the fear that we feel in our heart and in our mind and in our spirit, the fear that we fear, (laughs) all of that does not come from God. Again, fear, worry, anxiety, and doubt, and anything that's negative in that sense that is going to affect your mind in a negative light does not come from God. 
okay? So I want you to understand that so that you know that, okay, if I am experiencing fear, this is not from God. So now how can I overcome it? And that's what we're going to talk about because I think oftentimes when we allow our minds to travel, you know, down a rabbit hole or if we get lost in what we're reading or what we're hearing, that can create a lot of fear. But fear typically starts with just a little ounce of worry. All you have to do is just worry one tiny little bit. Worried about tomorrow? Are you worried about what you're going to eat? Are you worried about what your friend is going to say? You know, worry is like that gateway. It's that gateway drug, you know? Like worry is going to turn into anxiety and fear if we don't nip it in the bud before it grows. So you got to think too on your daily routine and your daily mindset. Are you worrying about the littlest things? Because if you're allowing those little things to add up in your mind, then your mind is going to be consumed with fear and anxiety or more and more worry. So that's why I just love 2 Timothy 1.7 as a verse to use as honestly, as a healing process to be able to overcome anytime you feel any ounce of fear coming into your mind, any ounce of anxiety, any ounce of worry, just repeat this over and over again. I will not have a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Go ahead, repeat it again. (laughs) I will not have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. God wants us to be strong and healthy in mind and to do that, we have to be very intentional and aware of where the worry the worry is coming from and how we can overcome it or stop it before it even starts. To believe that we can overcome fear, that is having faith, faith in God to be able to take it away, faith in the Lord as we seek him first and overcome fear in that way. And so faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So we are convicted in our hearts of something that could happen that we cannot see because we believe in a mighty, mighty God. And so in order to overcome fear, we must know who God is and believe in our hearts that he is that God that we know. He He will provide. He is a good God. He is a kind God. He does not bring a spirit of fear upon you. He does not bring worry upon you. Those are not from God. And we have to understand that this is not a battle of flesh. This is a spiritual battle that we must understand that we are a part of. Each and every one of us, you know, we all, we have a spirit. We are a spirit. And with the Holy Spirit inside of us, we can overcome all obstacles. We can overcome fear. We can overcome anxiety attacks. We can overcome panic attacks. That is possible. It is, I believe it to be true that after this podcast, you will not feel anxiety anymore. I believe it so much in my heart that I have a faith in a God who is who is faithful to us, a God who loves his children, a God who wants to see the best for us, a God who doesn't want to see you debilitated in pain, a God who doesn't want to see you debilitated in your mind, a God who wants to restore what has been broken. He wants to give back what has been taken away. I believe 
this God, God, mighty God, Father God is for you and he is with you and he is here to comfort you. So if you are battling fear right now, I pray that you continue listening on. I kind of just go on tangents. I feel that, you know, it's great to have outlines, but I also just want to be able to encourage you guys to not look to the world for answers, not look to what you're reading for answers. Look to the God who restores you, the God who loves you. That is where you will find answers. That is where you will find peace. That is where you will find a calmness within you. And if you are a non-believer or you're just trying to understand if, you know, God is real, I encourage you to just ask him and to continue to seek him. And I just know that he will make himself known to you. I just know that the more you read the Bible, the more that you listen to, you know, sermons or messages or anything that is fulfilling and, and encouraging and, you know, of good doctrine, like, I just know that your spirit will be lifted. And, you know, if you believe in Jesus, if you believe that he died and he died on the cross for our sins, and you believe that in your heart and you confess that with your mouth and you allow, you know, the Lord into your heart, if you have done that in your life, if you are doing that right now as we speak, the Holy Spirit is a gift to you. The moment that you believe, the moment that you give your heart to the Lord, the moment that you are reborn, you are gifted the Holy Spirit. And with the Holy Spirit, you are able to overcome everything, everything. There's no doubt in that. Absolutely no doubt. And that having no doubt is having a strong faith. And so I really encourage you guys um, to just truly seek first the kingdom. Seek first God uh, when you are seeking answers. And when you are having or experiencing fear, turn to him. Don't start going down a rabbit hole and, and making your mind just so overwhelmed with news articles and everything that they're pushing down. You know, like it is overwhelming and it will be detrimental to your mind. You won't be able to sleep. You're going to just go on tangents in your mind, down a rabbit hole, and you're going to spin out of control. And we need to make sure that we are taking care of our mind and that we allow God to give us a sound mind, a spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. We need to be intentional with that. And if things are really that you're reading is making your mind just go down a rabbit hole, or if it's something you're listening to, or if it's the people you are around, then I highly encourage you to take a good look at what you're listening to, what you're watching, and what you're reading, and change it. Change it up. Otherwise, not much will will change. You have to be intentional with what you are putting into your mind in order to keep it strong and keep it firm in faith. The other thing is why it's important to choose faith over fear is for your body. Your body is a vessel for the Lord. Your body is the flesh to live out this earthly life just as Jesus did. And it is important for us to take care of that. It's important for us to be aware of how to take care of that. And I just want to share a personal story about last year. Um, It's probably been over a year now, but you know, when everything was going down in 2020, I had a very, very hard time because I'm an empath. I just am very sensitive to things and I'm just very compassionate. And so when things are going wrong in people's lives or if 
you know, there's chaos breaking out and division. And when there's, uh, you know, I'm looking at the evil with like trafficking and the evil of just men. I had a very hard time. It wasn't even fear or worry, but it was stress. It was stress of, and being overwhelmed with the way of the world that I actually started to experience extreme stomach pain. And um, your stomach is up a little higher. You know, it's not like down in the intestines. And so it just was really hard to kind of eat and to feel comfortable. And the more I would feel this pit at the bottom of my stomach, I... I just was like, you know, I, I tried to give it to the Lord. I, I heard the Holy Spirit saying, just listen, rather than take it upon myself to research or to see more of the chaos happening or more of the trafficking or more of the research that I was doing. I was creating this chaos in my body, not just my mind. Yeah, my mind was wrecked, um, but I was creating a chaos in my body as well because because my mind wasn't strong in the Lord and strong in what he wanted me to see. I, I was just focusing on what was happening in the world. And, and you know, I started to let my body weaken as well. I, I experienced pain from the overwhelm that I had to go get checked. And I had a, is it called an endoscopy that went down my throat into my esophagus to check my stomach. And what's just so funny and ironic is before the week leading up to it, I kind of was just, I gave it to the Lord and I was just giving him all my worry, all my, just all the pain that I was feeling. I was, I felt like I was just carrying the weight of, of hurt, the weight of pain, the weight of everything. And I know many of you may have experienced that as well, or maybe you're still experiencing that. And I just encourage you, I like the moment I let it go and I was finally like, you know, I can't bear this alone. I, I can't deal with this myself. I am not strong enough. I allowed God in. I gave it to him and I allowed him to work in my life where I was weak. And so when we start to allow our minds to be overcome with fear, we're not just allowing our mind to be overcome with fear. We're also allowing our body to be overcome with that fear. And it's a rippling effect. And it's something that can really, really affect, you know, your health. I know people who have re um, gotten ulcers from stress or have experienced migraines from just overwhelm and worry. Um, and that's what fear does. Fear creates a stress within our body. And so it's really important for us to be aware of that and to give it to God, be able to have the faith to believe that God can handle it. I mean, if anyone can handle it better than us, it's going to be the one who made us, the one who knows how we work, the one who knows when we're at our healthiest, the one who knows w what kind of peace we need in our life. And and so it's just really funny to go back to that story because the moment that I was done with um, the whatever procedure, I didn't feel that pain ever again. And so when they called and said, you know, there really wasn't anything wrong, I already knew there wasn't anything wrong. I knew that it was all in my mind, that I allowed the way of the world, the fear of the world, the worry, and the just the weight of it to affect my health. But 
when I gave it to the Lord, he had taken it away. And I have never felt that again. So I just want to encourage you, you know, to really take a look at that. And if you are experiencing any type of symptoms, you know, headaches, migraines, or your body is just freaking out <laughs> like mine, then, you know, take a better look at what you're thinking about, about what you're reading, about who you're talking with and, and what you're allowing into your mind, because that will really affect everything. And when I say everything, I also want to talk about how fear will affect our spirit, but why faith, you must choose faith over fear to strengthen our spirit, to put on, you know, our armor of Christ. We really need to make sure that we are shielded against any of the enemy's attacks. So the moment that you allow just a little, little ounce of worry into your mind, that just allows like a crack into your spirit for the enemy to see a weakness and to grab on, hold to, grab on and just create a bigger mess of it. And so we, that's why we also have to be aware of what we're doing, what we're thinking, because again, it's not just going to affect our mind. It's going to affect our body and it's going to affect our spirit. You know, the more we look to the world, the less we are looking to God. You can only serve one master, right? So which one is it? Are you serving your fear? Is it debilitating you? Is it waking you up at all hours of the night? Is it the first thing you think of in the morning? Or are you seeking God and his will over your life and, and his truth, his truth, that he has a plan for you? You do not need to fear tomorrow. Put your life in his and he will carry you all the way through. But what are you doing? Are you waking up and giving, giving your energy, your life, your mind, your body, your spirit to fear? Or are you waking up and are you saying, Lord, have your way in my life. I give you my all. You know, are you waking up and praying and reading your Bible? Are you waking up and getting on social media? I think that's the biggest check in our life of where we will experience fear instead of having a strong faith. As if we are looking to other people to tell us how to feel or we're telling ourselves how we want to feel because sometimes maybe maybe you're the kind that feels safe in your fear because it's all you've ever known. I get that. You don't know what it's like to have that peace of mind. And that's scary. Just let it go. Release it right now. Just release it to the Lord. He can restore anything. You think your anxiety attacks are too much? You think your panic attacks are too much? You can be delivered in the mighty name of Jesus. There is healing for you. I believe it in my heart, in my soul that you will be delivered the more and more you seek the Lord. I pray for deliverance over you. I pray that you can experience a peace that surpasses all understanding. You can experience a peace that doesn't make sense. The peace of the Lord is different. You know, people on the outside looking in will think you're crazy. I remember back in my 20s, even if, you know, I was dating a guy and it didn't work out and I just kind of would be like, you know, it's totally okay. My friends were always just so appalled at like how quickly I moved on, but it was because I knew that God had a bigger plan in store. I had the faith to know that if something didn't work out, it wasn't meant to be. And, you know, that was true with a career, a job that I had. I was, you know, I felt the Lord asking me to leave and I left it and I looked like a crazy person to all of my friends because I chose to walk by faith. I didn't care or I didn't choose fear in that circumstance where I was afraid of how I would 
make my bills, how I would survive living in California. I didn't even look to that fear. I just looked to the faith and I, I trusted that God had a plan. I trusted that if I left my job as he was instructing me to, I knew that he had something better in store. And he always does, always did. Every time I followed him and chose faith over fear, there was always a blessing at the end of it. There was always a reward at the end of it. And it was because you're following, you're following him, you're choosing him over the fear of what could be. And I think, again, that goes back to your mind doing the like, oh my gosh, well, if I do this, then I won't be able to do that. Or, you know, the worry of not being able to provide or the worry or the fear of what people would think can really be debilitating and it can keep you in a place of complacency. It can keep you in a place that you will never move forward. And so to choose faith is to move forward in your life, trusting that God has it and he has a bigger plan in store for you. And so I just highly, uh, again, I'm just going to repeat myself, but I highly encourage you to take a look at what where you're placing your worth, your weight, um, your life path. So what choices you have to make in the coming future? Are you making, are you going to make choices based off of the faith that you have in the Lord? Are you going to make choices based off the fear of this world? Because you can only choose one. And I encourage you to choose (laughs) the path towards the Lord, which is faith. I want to just share Romans 8.15. So Romans 8 is a really, really great chapter for you to read if you are interested in learning a little more about the Holy Spirit. Um, If you are unsure if you have accepted Christ into your heart um, or if you know that you have, well, then you have the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so it's important to understand what that means and what kind of gift that is. Um, But Romans 8 is a great chapter to go and read. Actually, all of Romans is really great, but I'm going to read an excerpt from Romans 8:15, talking about it's talking about the Holy Spirit with inside you. So, the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit inside you you received brought about your adoption to sonship, and by his cry, I mean, sorry, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. And so the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that is inside of us is so that we don't have to live in fear. We have the Spirit to guide us. To So when we are guided the right direction, we always have a peace about it. There's always a peace when we're going the right way, when we have the right thoughts, when we have the right direction in store. Like that just automatically brings a spirit of peace um, because we are trusting the Holy Spirit. And that's having the faith within us to know that the Holy Spirit will guide us. And so it's just really important for us to be aware of, of the Spirit within us because the more and more that we choose faith over fear, the more and more that the Spirit within us can be strengthened. But the more and more that you choose fear, the more and more that you aren't listening to the Spirit within you, that you are going to continue to be headed down a path maybe of deception or of manipulation or just more and more worry, more and more fear, sadness, depression. Like it all starts somewhere and then it can grow and grow and grow when we don't take care of it. And the way to take care of it is to check our spirit as well and ask, you know, ask God, like, you know what, Lord, like, just show me what you want. Show me like, 
what do I need to be doing today? What, what can I think about so that I don't think about this over here? Allow him to redirect your mind and that will in turn redirect your body to the path that it needs and that will strengthen and redirect your spirit to be in line with the Holy Spirit. Another really important reason why we need to choose faith over fear is for our relationships. It's for the relationships we have with other people, and it's also for our relationship with the Lord. So the closer and the more that we choose faith, the closer and more intimate we will be with the Lord. You know, we will have a clearer vision, a clearer uh, mind to be able to hear him. And by that faith, we will be able to also walk in faith even more boldly. And so my one one of my favorite stories kind of kind of showing the importance of this is Martha and Mary. So I'm going to read in um, Luke 10 verse 38. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. I just love that because you, you're right there. You're seeing two different women, their sisters. Jesus comes into their house and Martha is like busy in the kitchen, cooking dinner and trying to serve in that way. She's serving in her own works. And Mary is just at his feet, listening to him speak, listening to him teach and being enamored by Jesus. And Jesus tells Martha when she comes out all distraught saying that her sister needs to help her, I just love his response. It's telling her that you are worried about lots of things. You are worried and troubled about many things. And Mary chose the better part, to sit with Jesus and be still and to listen to the word and to rest in that. And so it's just a great reminder to see, like, where are you placing your fear? When I think of relational as well, when, when it comes to faith and fear, I also think about, like, are you not leaving your house out of fear to be with loved ones who need you the most? Are you fearful of so many things that it's keeping you from interacting with loved ones? Or, or, or like I said, I think I'm really just thinking of those who need your help are those who could actually be a help to you. You're, are you not receiving that help be out of fear? And so I think it's just we're missing opportunities to be there for one another. We're missing opportunities to grow. When we isolate ourselves, we allow negativity to just fester in our mind. We, it's like an open wound, you know, that that's not being dressed properly and it's just festering, but it's festering within us, in our minds. If we don't have an outside opinion other than our phone or articles or TV, then you're never going to be able to get out of a funk of fear. Funk of fear. It sounds like a song or something, but you're never going to be able to do that. Like, how easily we we allow fear to keep us from the fruitfulness in our life. You say you want to be delivered from something. You say that if you do this, then you'll feel better. But out of fear, you're not even pursuing that. We stay worried and afraid and miss the opportunities to sit and be with Jesus, allowing him to teach us. 
allowing him to bring us the peace that we need in our mind, to give us that peace and that calm. Take the time for the Lord and don't miss those opportunities out of fear. You have this one life to live. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. None of us do. You know, we don't know. And that's faith, having the faith to believe that God has a plan and you will trust and believe that plan. So I will not live in fear. Everything that's happening is very real in this world with COVID and everything, but but you cannot allow the fear of it to be, to debilitate you from missing out on life, the life that God gave you, the relationships that he wants to restore, that he wants to build and strengthen. We as an individual cannot grow if we live in fear. If we if we don't have anyone speaking over us, speaking life into us, if we're not reading our Bible and praying, we will plateau and be complacent in our life. How much so is that with the body of Christ, with the church, with the bride? Like if we as a whole live in fear, how can we go out there and reach other people? How can we go out there and evangelize? How can we go out there and pray for other people? You can't because you're stuck in fear. So we're going to have a long prayer (laughs) after this um, to really just pray against any fear and worry and anxiety. But one of the other things that came to mind too when we're talking about why to choose faith over fear is the generational strongholds that can take place. So if you just look back at your lineage, lineage, I can't even say that word. When you look back at your, at your ancestry, there you go, lineage, there, there you go. I said it. When you look back and see maybe some of the different strongholds that were within your family, maybe it was addiction, maybe it is um, some sort of sexual sin, maybe it's you know some sort of financial thing, maybe it's the spirit, yeah, the spirit of poverty, or maybe it's a critical spirit, and you can just see that throughout generations. Um, you know, like different strongholds can take place. And if we aren't aware of it, we will be passing down these strongholds to our children and for generations to come. So you want to be aware of that. And if you do have children or you plan to have children, like think about that. If you have debilitating fear and anxiety and panic attacks, do you want your children to experience that? No, obviously not. So we got to be proactive and intentional with taking care of it and seeking God for the help and deliverance and healing. Because so often, so many strongholds do get passed down. Or maybe maybe if you look back, you realize, wow, anxiety and fear runs in my family. Ding, 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 ding. Now it's time for you to take action and not allow it to continue. Be encouraged in that. Be like, wow, my entire you know ancestry, <laughs> my parents, my grandparents all battled this fear. Don't just say, oh, it's in my family and that's just how it is and that's just how I'm always going to be. No, I rebuke that right now. You will not agree with it. You will not partner with it. You are made for more. You do not need to live in anxiety. You You do not need to live with panic attacks. And just because it runs in your family doesn't make it any any special. It does not make it special. You do not need to live with it. And so that's just one of those things I do always think of generations to come and the generational strongholds that can take hold in in our lives and so be aware of that you know there's so many things that it could it can be or take take hold in into different families so um, I just pray I pray against it I pray that you and your family and your loved ones can feel just a comfort and a peace and so you know I'm just really finishing <laughs> finishing it up with that and I just thank you guys for 
for allowing me to ramble on and just really speak from the heart. I believe that when we come together and we fellowship and when we really seek the Lord together, we can create a community and a and just a tight knit um, strength of a bond to to overcome all things and so and be a support for one another. So again, if you are struggling with anything, if you need prayer for anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am here for you, and I just want you to know that. So. <laughs> definitely, definitely reach out. And I'm just going to leave you with a prayer so that you can go about your day um, on a brighter note, on a positive note to truly seek the Lord in all things. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for those listening. I thank you for the ability to have this opportunity to to speak from the heart and just to be able to share your word, to share your truth and to share your encouragement. Father God, I just thank you for what you're doing in the hearts of everyone listening. I just thank you for the peace that you are covering them with right now. I just pray for their spirits to be lifted up, to be awakened to just a brighter day, a brighter outlook, a brighter mindset, Father God. We just wanna, we just bind, Lord God, we bind fear, we bind anxiety, Father God. We remove it right now, Father. We will not have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We will not partner with fear. When it comes into our mind, we will rebuke it. It does not have authority over us. It will not be in control of us. Lord, I pray, Father, for anyone experiencing extreme panic attacks. Father God, we pray, Father God, for you to break that chain over them, Father, that they may feel a relief, a breath within their soul, Father God, so that they may live out the life that you have for them, that they do not need to be in bondage, that they do not need to continue to walk in fear, Father God. We just want to restore the joy and the hope that they have in you to restore their faith to strengthen up their mind to strengthen their body to strengthen their spirit right now father god so that they can walk in faith knowing that you are beside them that you go before them that you know what's going to happen you know what's in store and we can only put our trust in you knowing that you have us you will protect us father that you love us I just pray, Father God, for anyone experiencing any doubt or unbelief in you, Father, I pray that you you reach them where they are right now. That when they ask, for, for when they ask, Father God, that they will receive your goodness, your presence. Father, we just pray for hearts to be lifted, hearts to be strengthened, and hearts to be filled in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you guys so very much. I hope that you all have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. If you haven't yet, I did want to mention, I haven't mentioned it in a while, but my book, The Road to Roses, is available. You can head to Amazon or head to DesireeSickFree.com where you can find all of the things. You can find my book, the podcast notes with links, and also you can, um, you know, shop all my beautiful dresses, um, but also just really be encouraged when you sign up for the newsletter as well. So thank you all for tuning in and just have a really beautiful blessed day. Bye.